Welcome to the Cozy Minimalism Podcast. I'm Angie. I'll be your virtual navigator on this path to minimalism. I want to help you create a home that nurtures and supports you, rather than one that drains you and stresses you. My home? Well, it's a regular everyday home. It's not magazine worthy, and some days when I'm not feeling good, it will be a little untidy. But it's never out of control or heavy like it used to be. I offer you a softer, more realistic, and less extreme type of minimalism. I really want you to be able to step away from these episodes feeling motivated. So I don't add a lot of extra fluff just to make them a certain length. What you see is what you get. And I always love to hear from listeners. So hit me up on Instagram or Facebook and let me know how I can serve you better. If you feel like you're getting stalled with items along the way in your journey, whether you feel like you're emotionally attached to them or you're financially attached to them by way of feeling like you invested a lot of money in it and so you can't let it go, this episode is for you. This episode is all about my number one strategy on how to let go when you're not really ready to let go. I had posted in the group a graphic that said, don't start your journey in the storage room. And a super helpful group member came in and said, well, I actually started it in my storage room and it was a lot easier for me because I hadn't used the stuff in a long time. Well, that may be true for her in her particular journey. I have found over the years that the vast majority of us struggle with starting there. It's really difficult. She is a very small percentage of the population. Let me promise you this. Creating this path that I've created, the cozy minimalist way, I've created for the majority of the people. The majority of the people that struggle with those spaces, that it is like walking through molasses in winter up to your knees. That's how hard that is. You struggle to get going and you struggle to maintain and you struggle to, you know, just put one foot in, t- in front of the other in those spaces. That was why I created the path that I did because it's all about building momentum. It's all about starting with the easy things, focusing on the easy things, moving to the surfaces in the most important areas, giving you impact, giving you breathing space throughout your home. And then once you've built up those muscles that help you make those decisions, once you've went through the stuff that you use day to day, and you've made the hard decisions about those, then you move to the storage spaces. Then you move to your catch-all spaces, the closets, because you want to see the greatest impact right at the beginning. If you've ever built a house, you know this, right? That the ground is being dug and they pour the foundation and then you're like, yes, we're making progress. And the framing goes up and you're like, yes, we're making major progress. And then all of a sudden the outside of the house is all put together and the windows are up, the roof is on, the the shingles are up. So now you have a fully incomplete house and you feel like from point A, when you started with that hole in the ground before the foundation, those were the big changes. That's what I do with the Cozy Minimalist Way. We build the house. Then it's focusing a lot of the function and a lot of the finishing touches. We're creating a home when we're going through the Cozy Minimalist Way. Even though 
it had worked for that one group member doesn't mean, and it doesn't mean that my way will work for everybody. And in my experience with everybody that I have set on this path, nobody has came back and said that was a mistake. I shouldn't have started there. Not one person. Even though it was easier for her to start in her storage space because she hadn't used that stuff for a long time, for 99.9% of us, it would be way too hard. What happens when you hit something that you're not ready to let go of? It's almost like we force ourselves. We, we just go push, 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 keep going, keep going. And I don't think that that should be a thing. When you hit something hard, stop. Don't continue forward. It's almost like in our culture nowadays, and I would love to be a part of changing that. It is hustle, 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 grind, grind, grind. And that's not okay. I don't feel like we were meant to work as hard and as tough as we have been. All of our responsibilities, all of the things that we need to sign our children up for and, you know, do, 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 do. Why don't we just be? Let's look for ways to be. And I want you to be you and be able to relax and unwind and recharge at home. So if we desperately know that we need to let go and you're not ready to let go, what do we do? What is, what is the one actionable step that I can give you today on the podcast? It would be this, my friend. Start easy. So when you get to something that's making you pause, pivot. This is one of my more popular strategies. It's actually in direct opposition to one of the most popular strategies out there. And they say to pick a small area and work on it until you're done. That is a recipe for hitting a decluttering wall and stalling. What I've seen with that strategy over and over is getting hit with overwhelm when you reach a particularly difficult item. If you're overwhelmed by a choice to keep something or let it go, friend, it is okay to stop, put the questionable item down, and then look for something else. This is my pause pivot strategy. When you get to an object in your path, you can decide to have it in your way or on your way. Keep that in your mind. When you're going through your space and you hit something, and you're, I don't know if I should keep this. Well, maybe I will. No, I don't know. I want you to hear me in your head saying, is this object going to be in my way, which will cause you to completely stop? It will dampen every single effort that you've made today. Or is it just going to be on your way? You're going to put it down and walk away from it and find something else. Imagine walking on a path in a forest and you come across a boulder that's on the path in front of you. This is where you have a few choices. The one choice is to go around. You recognize that it's a boulder and you're not prepared to roll it out of the way. So you pivot to the next easy thing, maintaining your momentum along the path. That boulder is just a little blip on your path. So you find the next thing and you continue your journey. The other choice with this boulder, and they are both choices. The other choice is to let it stop you. If you stop and sit with it and you think of all of the ways the boulder is blocking your path and that you need to remove this boulder before you can continue on your path, it will stop you. Even if you eventually get to the point of moving past it, more obstacles will slide down in front of you because you're on the lookout for things that will block your path. And you're tired from all of the emotional work you put into deciding whether or not that boulder was going to stay or go or what you felt about it, you will not be able to maintain the forward movement you had before you reached this point. If you reach a boulder in your items, acknowledge your pause and then immediately pivot to something that's an easy out. When you first start your journey, the strategy is always to find the easy things. 
build those muscles and use those tools and strategies so that when the boulder shows up later on in your path, you'll be able to get it out of the way or intentionally find a useful or honorable place for it in your home. And keep in mind later on in your journey that that boulder won't be a boulder anymore. It will be much smaller after it's rolled down the mountain to reach you again. You'll have the strength and stamina built up to deal with it. And at the end of your path, it could just be a pebble. When I first started, I began with the toughest areas of my home, like the storage spaces, the catch-all spaces. And those spaces were where I had all of my heart stuff. So it's the hard stuff that I'm emotionally connected to. And I was having a really hard time letting go of. I would come across loads of these items that would stall me. And I'd agonize over these items. And the thought of choosing to keep them or not would drain me. I'd end up sitting with them for a few minutes and then try to get to something else, then lose interest completely. When this happens, you know you are hitting a decluttering wall. If you'd like to listen to extra bonus strategies that I have created just for podcast insiders join the podcast insiders it's free and you can find the sign up at learn.cozyminimal.com and i have all sorts of goodies in there you guys are the ones that are helping me shape this podcast cool behind the scenes extra bonus content as well as your own private feed of that bonus content and you can directly ask me questions there i have some dogs that are wanting to talk So I'm going to sign out for the day and finish recording the bonus episode right directly after this. You guys take care. Toodles. Hey, friend. I want to take the time right now to thank you. Thank you for letting me be in your ear for another week. An extra special thanks goes out to those of you that have been leaving written reviews on Apple Podcasts. So I have something special for those of you. If you leave a review, good or bad, screenshot it and then send it to my Instagram message. Every month, I'm going to go through everyone that sends them and draw one name, one review to get a tiny gift for me. And it's, it's inconsequential. It's not a big deal, but it's just a little thank you for taking the time out of your day to write a review. So I appreciate you, whether you're listening, whether you're reviewing, whether you're a part of the community, each and every single one of you matter. And I am so grateful to be on this journey with you until next time. Toodles.